So we're going to be reacting to an article called From Rags to Riches to Rags Again. 21 Lottery Winners Who Lost Everything. Welcome to forwardingbox.com where we help you master your money. So let's get into this thing, break it down, and basically kind of explain how if you were to get lucky enough to end up winning the lottery, how should you actually spend your money? So let's get into it. Okay, so this person says, When I was a repo man, one of my more unusual assignments was repossessing a Cadillac from a recent $1 million, $1 million lottery winner. While investigating to determine where the vehicle was hidden, I learned that when the annual lottery checks arrived, she quickly spent them partying, leaving her without enough to make her car payments. One night, I drove her car away while she slept. It's tough to say how often lottery wins have happier endings, given the many national lotteries around the world and the 44 state lotteries in the U.S., there have probably been thousands of $1 million plus winners, and some of them must responsibly manage their winnings. But sadly, some lottery winners lose it all very quickly. It's too easy to find one tragic real-life case after another. Here are 21 of the worst, and what if you win big in the lottery someday? What mistakes should you avoid? The lessons are pretty clear, and they're right there in the stories if you pay attention. So let's get right into it. Number one, a typical story. Lisa Arcand won $1 million in the Massachusetts lottery in 2007. She bought a house and went on vacations like many winners. Of course, a million dollars isn't much after taxes, so she also opened a restaurant to make some additional income. Sadly, within a few years, she ran out of money and closed the failing restaurant. And in 2007, she said of her lottery experience actually has been very depressing. Number two, from millionaire to factory worker. Michael Caro was a garbage man in England when at age 19, he won 9.7 million euros, about $14.4 million at the time, in the lottery in 2002. So a mansion, drugs, and a gold jewelry ate up the money quickly. By 2012, Carol was broke and living off unemployment checks. Now, he works in a slaughterhouse making 400 euros, about $511 per week. Number three, party down and down and down. Gerard Muswagen of Winnipeg, Manitipo, won $10 million in 1998. He bought cars for friends and family and made his new house into a party pad. Eventually, he spent all his money and he took a minimum wage job to support his six children and his girlfriend in 2005, just seven years after his big win, he took his own life. Number four, generous to a fault. Jeanette Lee won $18 million in 1993. Although her gambling habit reportedly cost her more than $300,000 per year, she may have spent more on charitable and political donations. Her generosity included $1 million for Washington University to build a new library, and in 2001, she fought for bankruptcy. And you know, again, like this is, this is literally just like straight up to the point, right? This is when you're just too nice of a human being, right? These people are going to take advantage of you. So number five, millionaire or murderer. 
Willie Hurt won $3.1 million in the Michigan Lottery in 1989. The money didn't last long. Within two years, Hurt wrecked his marriage, lost custody of his kids, and was charged with attempted murder. He spent his winnings on his divorce and drugs, according to his attorney. That's like more of like a mental issue. Number six, big winner goes deep in debt. Suzanne Mullins won $4.2 million in 1993 in the Virginia Lottery. She split the prize with her husband and was supposed to receive 20 annual after-tax payments of 47778 But when money got tight, she borrowed from a company that lends cash to lottery winners. Oh, that's... That is so sketchy. That's like loan sharking, basically. So in 2000, the lottery rules changed, allowing Mullins to collect the rest of her money all at once. She apparently spent the money rather than pay back what she owed to the lottery lender. And in 2004, a court ruled she still owed the company $154,147. Number seven, 31 million gone in two years. Ugh, ugh, that's so disturbing. So Billy Bob Harrow Jr. won $31 million in the Lotto Texas game in 1997, and he no longer had to stock shelves at Home Depot. He bought a ranch and a few homes, gave money to his church, and made loans to friends. That is a big no-no right there. Never make loans to friends. Ever, 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 ever do that. Everyone wanted a piece of his money, and soon his marriage was in trouble as he lent and spent all of his winnings. In 1999... Less than two years after his big win, Harrow took his own life. Now that is depressing, right? Like, how depressing does your life get that everyone that you love ends up basically taking advantage of you and you feel so betrayed, basically? Now I'm just like, you know, assuming this, that he probably felt so betrayed and felt so lost that he took his own life, right? Like, that's such a dark and like depressing thing like no one should ever be in that situation to do something like that like no that's so bad number eight big spending sharon terabasi of hamilton ontario won 10.5 million dollars in 2004 she treated her friends to vacations in cancun las vegas california florida and the caribbean she got married and bought a house for five hundred and fifteen thousand dollars and got a $360,000 mortgage loan rather than paying all cash. She bought numerous cars, including one that cost more than $200,000, and gave millions of dollars to family and friends. By 2007, half of her money was gone. So within three years, half of her money disappeared. By 2008, with her husband in jail for a DUI, Terabasi lost their home. Now, to pay the rent to support her kids, she takes the bus to her part-time job. So, this is something, like, not just for, like, you know, winning the lottery, but this is basically something, like, just in life in general, right? Never outspend the money you make. That is, like, the number one rule of personal finance. Never spend more than what you make. So let's say that, I don't know, like how, how you know, Canada ends up uh, doing their lottery. But let's just say that she got like half of this, right? Half of the 10.5 million. But let's, you know, let's just run it up to like 12. Oh, no, no, let's just put it down to like 10. So just keep it simple. So $5 million after taxes that she has, right? 
there's no reason for her to get a mortgage when she could just buy that thing out in cash. And here's the thing, right? This is what's so stupid about this situation, right? She could have bought basically a mansion in cash, bought two supercars for her and her husband each, right? And put the rest of the money in paid off real estate or stuck it into like an S&P 500 index fund and would not really ever have to worry about money ever again, right? Like this is the saddest thing that I see when it comes to with basically anyone in life, but especially with people who end up starting to make a lot of money or just get a lot of money that they just can't control their spending, right? For some reason, they think that the money's going to last forever and that's never the case your money never lasts forever unless you've specifically structured it to continuously grow while giving you enough money to live off and a lot of people do not structure their finances in that way number nine living for the moment lou eisenberg won five million dollars in 1981 which at the time was the largest lottery win ever after taxes he received payments of hundred and twenty thousand dollars annually for 20 years He bought a condo in Florida, took trips to Europe and Hawaii, and gambled. He also gave cash to whoever he figured needed it. Of his spending, he says, I lived for the day. Shortly after cashing his last check in 2001, Eisenberg was broke. Now 81 years old, he lives in a mobile home on Social Security and pension income that amounts to about $1,000 a month, basically $12,000 a year, which is depressing. And this is the thing, right? To live in a mobile home after having 20 years of $120,000 coming to you, right, after taxes, like, you have to basically purposely screw up. And he basically says it, right? I lived for the day. So basically, he basically lived like you only live once, bro. That type of situation, which is so sad. And like, look, anyone can live however they want to live their life, right? But you want to live a good life for your whole life. You don't want to end up like getting into a situation where you like, you light a candle, you light a candle, right? And from the very beginning, you pour gasoline on it. Like, you don't want to do something like that. You want it to last. Number 10, elderly lottery winner looking for a job. Vivian Nicholson of Castleford, England, won $152,300 euros in 1961, the equivalent of about 3 million euros today, or $3.5 million. She famously vowed to spend, spend, spend. She bought expensive designer dresses, vacations, and a new car every six months. By the 1970s, Nicholson was broke. And in 1998, she received money from Spin, 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 a musical about her life, and spent it all quickly again. So by 2007, at age 71, she was living on a pension of $87 weekly, well, 87 euros weekly, which is $102 weekly. And was looking for a job. And after sending out 25 resumes, she still hadn't found one. And she passed away in 2015. 11. 
Karmic Lottery Loss. Denise Rossi won $1.3 million in the California lottery in 1996. But instead of telling her husband of 25 years, who thought they were happily married, she asked for a divorce and said she wanted it done quickly. Soon after the divorce, Rossi's ex-husband discovered her deception, and in 1999, a judge determined that she had broken asset disclosure laws, and he awarded her husband every penny of her winnings. Now, that's kind of like, you know, getting your just desserts kind of thing. It's like, oh, that judge probably just wanted to put the smack down on her for doing something like that. Number 12, Nightmares. William Budd Post won $6.2 million in 1993 and five years later said everybody dreams of winning money, but nobody realizes the nightmares that come out of the woodwork or the problems. Post's brother tried to hire someone to kill him and his wife. A landlady forced him to give her a third of his winnings. He was convicted of assault for firing a shotgun at a bill collector and for passing bad checks. He declared bankruptcy when Post died in 2006. He left behind little or nothing for his seventh wife and the nine children he had with his sixth wife. 13. Killed for his money. Iruj Khan won $1 million in the Illinois lottery in 2012 and opted for the lump sum payout of $424,500 instead of annual payments. He planned to use the money to expand his dry cleaning business. Sadly, Khan died less than a month after winning. The day after his check was mailed, while his death was ruled natural first, a test later revealed that he had been poisoned with cyanide. Police have not named a suspect, and a subsequent autopsy revealed nothing more. Now, here's the thing, right? How do you even get your hands on cyanide, right? Like, you end up attracting some crazy scenarios when you win the lottery. Number 14, another lottery winner poisoned. E.B. Roncaioli Loli won a $5 million lottery prize in 1991 in Ontario, Canada. Soon afterwards, she gave $2 million million of her winnings to a child she had secretly had with a man who was not her husband. When her husband, gynecologist Joseph Roncalli, discovered the truth, he poisoned his wife. He went to jail for manslaughter, but not before reportedly asking E.B.'s family for help in paying for her funeral. That is so dirty. Two, uh, number 15, two lottery wins with very little money. Evelyn Adams won the New Jersey lottery twice. In 2005 and 2006, back to back, collecting $5.4 million in total, spending sprees, bad investments, gifts to family, and a gambling gambling habit all helped her get rid of the money quickly. Now, this is like super depressing, right? Like, you got so lucky that you won the lottery twice, not to mention back to back, right? And you still screw it up? Number 16, defrauded by a friend. Marva Wilson won $2 million in the Missouri lottery in 2012. Freya Pearson, whom Marva considered a friend, tricked her into giving Pearson unrestricted access to her bank account. Well, that is obviously a red flag. Pearson used the money to travel, gamble, and buy cars in an apartment, spending more than $640,000 of Wilson's winnings just two years after cashing in her winning ticket. Wilson was broke. Number 17, tax fraud and other problems. 
Alex Toth won $13 million in the Florida lottery in 1990. He lived well for a few years, then went broke, split up with his wife, got in trouble for filing false tax returns, and spent some time in a mental institution. He avoided going to trial for the tax fraud charges by dying, penniless at age 60 in 2008. Oh, that is depressing. 18. Yet another lottery divorce. I'm telling you, divorce is one of the worst things for uh, finances. Lara and Robert Griffith won 1.8 million euros or 2.1 million dollars today in the lotto in 2005. They bought a home for 670,000 euros or 790,000 dollars along with a Lexus 4x4 and a Porsche convertible. Robert paid for his band to have a record made and Laura splurged on designer handbags. They set up a beauty salon business. Then six years later, Roger disappeared with the Porsche and Laura discovered suspicious emails on his computer. He denied having an affair, but the marriage ended, the money was gone, and now Laura is an employee at the salon they used to own. Ooh, that's brutal. 19. Too young to win. Kelly Rogers is perhaps the youngest big lottery winner. At age 16, she won 1.9 million euros, or $2.2 million in 2003. Her winnings went towards cosmetic surgery, drugs, and partying. She says she attempted suicide three times. Now married and a mother of three, she has only 2,000 euros, or $2,359 left in the bank, but says she is finally happy. She says with experience, I was too young to win the lottery. I don't think 16-year-olds should be eligible, which also means maybe 16-year-olds should not be allowed to vote either. Just saying. Number 20. A $27 million spending spree. David Lee Edwards split a $280 million Powerball jackpot with three others, a win that came while he was unemployed and living in his parents' basement. After taxes, he received a lump sum of $27 million. He bought a $600,000 house, a $1 million fleet of cars. That is just absolutely wrong right there, then and there. You should not have your cars worth more than your property. And at $1.9, he bought a $78,000 watch and a $1.9 million jet, because you you definitely need a jet, 200 swords and other medieval weapons. And a $4.5 million fiber optics installation company. He also married a woman 19 years younger than he was. Kind of odd. Within a year, he spent $12 million. The house was soon lost to foreclosure. His wife was arrested for stabbing a boyfriend. And David died at age 58 in 2013. This is sad, but here's the thing, right? This was good up to... The cars, right? If he bought a $600,000 house and even like a $200,000 supercar and the watch, that actually would have been fine, right? Like that actually would have like not even been that big of a deal, right? But spending $1.9 million on a jet, that is super stupid. The 200 swords and other medieval weapons, that's stupid, but that's within a budget, right? That's within a net worth of $27 million. The $4.5 million fiber optics installation company that he actually bought the company, that's not actually technically a bad idea if the numbers actually made sense. But the thing is, do you want to buy a company when you have no knowledge of that company? Probably not, unless it has a very good CEO because you want it to be more hands-off, 
right? So that's something to really think about. You don't want to be like doing something super stupid in that type of situation. So number 21, a millionaire wins the lottery. So Jack Whitaker was already a millionaire when on Christmas of 2002, he won $314.9 million. So the biggest single person lottery win in history. He opted for a lump sum payment, which after taxes left him with $93 million. $93 million. Which, just look at that, right? You win $314.9 million, but taxes screw you over so bad that you don't even get a third of the money? (laughs) That is so bad. So his contracting business, which employed over 100 people, provided a great living, but his humble lifestyle meant few people knew how much he made. The lottery winnings were apparently a different kind of income. Whitaker spent money at strip clubs and casinos. He gave millions to charities, which isn't too bad. His habit of leaving cash in his car resulted in thefts of $545,000 one time and $100,000 another, and his house was robbed. He showered gifts and cash on his beloved 16-year-old granddaughter, who spent much of the money on drugs. Oh, that's super depressing. And a year later, she was found apparently murdered. Oh, Jesus, that is so depressing, right? Like, this is this is a problem when it comes to, like, you know, just, like, slapping people with money, right? Like, sometimes it could be more of a detriment than a benefit. So Whitaker rarely speaks to the press now, and some reports say he is broke. When asked if his life was easier before his big one, he said, yeah, it was a lot easier then. So feel free to subscribe to the podcast and like listen to more episodes like this. Feel free to contact us if you like this sort of um, kind of top tiered list of like finance related stuff, right? Like if you like list episodes and if you need help with mastering your money, So you can get out of debt, create an emergency fund, and start investing in a very simple manner. Go check out 40inbox.com and learn the secret to mastering your money. And stay tuned for more episodes. We try to upload very often. Peace out. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, Go down below as well, and we'll see you in future episodes.